This is Rev Thoughts, snackable conversations between Tim Thompson and myself, Joel Pilger, discussing what it really takes to run a thriving creative business. Okay, Joel, here we go. Real quickly, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I, I, maybe I don't know which way to ask this question. I don't know to, to say, um, when should I raise my rate? Or maybe the question is, should I raise my rate? You know, just globally, is this, should I? Will the clients respond or... When, when is the right time to raise my rates? Okay, I'm going to try and not be rude, but I'm going to say that is asking the wrong, wrong question because I think there's an outcome that you're looking for, right? Let's say you're, you're, you, you run a studio and you're saying, should we raise our rates or how do I know when it's time to raise our rates or something like that? And what that question suggests is who said anything about rates <laughs> oh, you're, oh you're i wasn't expecting that that's great <laughs> so right because behind the question is this thing called okay tim if you were to show me your proposal that you just sent to your client and they awarded you the job and yada 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 i would see a breakdown somewhere in there that says Okay, this many services times this many hours or days times these rates equals these costs, I'll call them. And here's your total cost. And then I would say, that's charging for inputs. It's not bad. It's not wrong. But there's something way better called charging for outputs where rates isn't really the point. You know, uh, great catch there, by the way, because you're totally right. We, um, we, it's really simple to be caught in the question. Um, there's a recession happening. Um, the costs right, are increasing on my side. I want to get a, a final price to the client that's higher so I can cover the cost that I have. And rates seem like the conversion mechanism to say, well, it's the same amount of days, Joel, but those days are just costing me more. If I raise my rates, my price will also increase and the client will give me more money. Um, but you're really saying, well, wait a second. Um, the output has a lot more value than the, the sum of all of its parts. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, this tendency comes from, right, we're living out careers. And very often, this business owner in a former life was a freelancer and a former life was an employee. And we're used to these notions of, oh, you get paid by the hour. Or you get really get paid a salary, which is really also hourly, but just paid in two-week increments or something. So we're very programmed into this thinking. And of course, freelancers charge for hours and days. But then there's this moment. I don't remember when it happened to me, but I remember there was this moment when I said, gosh, I think my client just cares about, we want a TV commercial. I just see a piece of paper that has a big round number at the bottom of it that says proposal at the top or something. and go. And then I realized, so I can go get this project done and they're not really worried about the, the hours, the rates, as long as I produce this great thing called a television commercial for Ford Motor Company that helps somebody sell a bunch of cars, they don't care. And that's that moment when you realize, oh, so rates are helpful. Like, right, Tim, internal rates, I'll, let's call it. Like, knowing what my internal costs are, sure, that's helpful. And if you give somebody a raise, that cost has gone up. 
So that internal rate very well could go up. Yeah, for management I, purposes and uh, oversight purposes. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, our, our, I think our encouragement is instead of asking the question rates, ask the question, knowing that I should price the client, what will the market bear? I was, I was going to kind of get to that as the next question, because I think this is part of the challenge. We, where do I learn about pricing then? Because, you know, it's really easy to do the mathematic equations. I don't know, Joel, I take someone's costs. I multiply it times two. I multiply the number of days. Okay, that I at least need this much money to make sure I have a profit. We're all good. Jing, jing, fine. But the question is, is, well, how would I ever, if I'm used to only getting paid $20,000 for this work, because I do the math correctly, how would I ever get a $200,000 budget? Or how do I ever get myself into these greater opportunities? And you're going to say it, you've said it on LinkedIn and get plenty of comments about it. It's price yourself into it. You know, like you start charging $200,000, you're going to have clients that pay $200,000. That's, that's the way it works. But it's not, it's not quite that simple, is it? But there is something about pricing for the correct market and you will be in that market as well. Well, I, I was sitting here wondering if this was a not so, like a thinly veiled invitation for me to shamelessly plug Jumpstart. But the, <laughs> the, the answer, yeah, the answer is um, there is a thing called pricing psychology. And before anyone freaks out and thinks that we're manipulating people or any of that, what we're ultimately trying to do is get every dollar or yen, or euro, what have you, out of your client's pocket. You're going to help them give you every dollar, yen, euro they have. Help them discover what their budget is. Why? Because the more money they give you, the more awesome result you can produce in the world, right? Your ideas, you have big ideas, you have big, amazing things that are going to make an impact on your client. If they don't give you all that money, you're limited, you're restricted. So it's not a it's not from a place of greed. Uh, it's a place it's comes from a place of wanting to best serve your clients and help them in the most awesome way possible. But the pricing psychology is simply give your client some basis for comparison. So in the old days, we would say, well, I'm gonna add up, you know, rate and time, rate and time, rate and time, rate and time, add a little margin or profit. And then say, here's the price. And of course, the client's probably going to quibble with me over why is it this many hours of your editor? And what if we shot on this location instead of that location? Okay, not a productive argument to get into. Instead, if I said, I'm going to present three options, say, a high, medium, low, based on what I think would be amazing. I have an incredible idea. I, based on history, based on a bit of hunch, based on a little bit of calculation, that's a, that's a $100,000 idea. I think that's what the big boys would charge. I think that's reasonable for this size client. Then I would come up with a medium price, come up with a low price. And now you and this client are having a completely different conversation and you're helping that client see now what's possible. Now that I'm talking to Tim's creative studio, he just presented me an idea that's way out of my budget. But guess what? 
it sounds incredible. I wish I had that much money. I want to give him all my money because Tim, that film title idea that you have, wow, that sounds incredible. Yeah, and the collaboration is possible. The idea of anchoring price, uh, anchoring opportunity, um, leaning into what's possible. I even think pricing is very relevant because if I'm introducing your brand into a hundred million dollar marketplace for you to pay a million dollars to me to make that introduction as your agent, you would think your ROI is pretty darn good. So the results of good marketing and good creative actually increases that brand's identity and that brand's awareness and better results. Um, Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. By the way, there's a book called predictably irrational by Dan Airely. Early, I think his name is. And uh, it, it, one of, that's one of the ideas that's covered in his book is that as much as it, and I think you said it right, we're not trying to trick people. It's just that the human brain has these traps and we're trying to introduce concepts to our clients to get permission and, and receive permission uh, to do good work with them. So how do we move pa- past that predictable, irrational mind and get them to understand larger concepts like value, pricing, and so on? So. Yes. That's wonderful. Thanks, Joel. Thanks for catching my the error in my question, but actually setting us straight with pricing over rate rates. Oh, that was fun. I want to tell you about a place to connect that you might not know about. It's our online community called Rev Community. It's a great place to get to know other creative business owners like yourself, to share some thought leadership and read other encouragement, to be challenged in this new marketplace, new technology, ideas, economic trends, and it's a place to research. Check out many of the resources we have online, our videos, and of course, this podcast. Join us today at revthink.com community. If you're a creative studio owner, feel free to join us today at revthink.com slash community. I look forward to seeing you there.